Good morning. Today we, we come the last uh, week of our growth series for the first season. And we've gone through different themes throughout all these six weeks. And today, the theme is having the skin in the game. I have a friend of mine who uh, is uh, an operational here, used to be a operational here. And a few years ago, he was going through a rough time. And uh, I knew his marriage was falling apart, his kids were not practicing their faith, and the whole thing was a mess. So I tried to be close to him, walk with him through this. And back in the day, like two, th four years back, when the city of Chicago was still a real city and safe, I used to go uh, every Friday to the symphony, and I had all these tic uh, tickets. So one time I invited him, just take him away from all these worries. So there was uh, the symphony, and Ricardo Guti and the entire Chicago Orchestra were together performing. And we were there. It was a very, very beautiful night. It, they did an amazing job. So on our way back, I asked him, so how was the symphony? And he said, yeah, it wasn't that great. I looked at him in, in disbelief. I said, what? This is where the best we have in the world in this. So I asked him, do you play any instrument? He said, no. I said, okay, you don't play any instrument, and you were judging the best at, at this. So I told him, you know, you cannot judge the symphony. The symphony judges you. Very many times, that's how we say uh, when we come to mass, oh, mass is boring, okay? I say, yeah, you cannot judge the mass. The mass judges you. What did you bring in when you came to mass? Maybe you just came from, just from running, just jumped in, I think it's going to be a miracle happening for you. What do you bring in? Our theme today is putting the skin in the game. What do we do? What do we bring in to build our faith? In the first reading today, we see uh, uh, Moses, Joshua, and the Malachites. The children of Israel have been set free from Egypt and they are on their way to promised land. And as on their way, they have to go through different regions and territories. So they come through the, uh, the east of Sinai where the Amalekites lived. They ask for permission to go through their land. And of course, the Amalekites refused. Of course, they want to go through their land, but also hopefully maybe to get some refreshment, some water They're in the desert. And they refused. Maybe not because they, they hated the Israelites. Maybe because they were afraid these people may just come and conquer our land and stay and not go. Of course, fear always plays a big factor in our life. And when they refused that, a war break, broke out between them and the Israelites. And Joshua was the commander of the Israelites. So when the war began, Moses went up the mountain and began to pray. And they're telling us every time Moses' hands were up in air praying, Israel was winning. And every time he got tired and put his arms down, the Malachites were winning. So they saw a connection between Moses' hands in prayer and the battle, and the battle, uh, in, on the battlefield. So then we see, uh, we see uh, Aaron, the priest, and, and Hul, they come and support Moses' hands to be up all the time. And what happened? The Israelites won the battle. This is prefiguring something very important. That 
everything we do in our physical life are impacted by our spiritual life. When we say we are so busy in life, that's when we should even be able to pray even more and more. Because our spiritual life impacts our physical life. We may not see it directly, but it does affect what we do. When our spiritual life is all straight, most likely even our physical life will be, will be straight. When our spiritual life is messed up, our physical life most likely will get messed up if it's not yet. What's the connection? The connection is that prayer plays a very important part in our lives. But secondly, as a praying person, you need the support of a praying community. Who in your circles you can say is your praying community? Do you have a prayer partner? Someone who supports you when you can't pray? We see that Moses gets tired praying alone. Aaron and all come and support him in this prayer. So the battle is won. We need a supporting praying community around us. We, yes, we have so many friends. Very many, sometimes we have so many friends we can go out and drink with. But you don't have so many people to pray with or to talk to about God. So let us look at that in that moment. That's what Jesus is teaching us today, that there is always a connection between our prayer life and our physical life, spiritual life and physical life. But also, in the gospel, Jesus is teaching us that in this moment of need, there will be obstacles, but we should always be persistent. We should always be persistent. The battle we see in the first reading is foreshadowing another battle or another hill called uh, Calvary, where that battle was won by Jesus, and the results were seen on the foot of that hill, the empty tomb. So the battle for us was already won, but there is some work to do for, from our side, is to connect. I already see this as cell phones, okay? We have our cell phones, and we have the cell phone service providers, if I get a cell phone without a connecting card, it's useless. Until I put in AT&T or Verizon, you put them in, then you have to connect to the network to call someone. Sometimes when you call, what happens? They call you, uh, the number you're calling is busy. Try again later. Okay? Sometimes you say, please leave a voice message. It's unreachable. But it means that we should not give up. That's why we keep on calling back. Jesus is teaching us today, persistent in prayer. He says, never give up praying. The, the, the tough the going, the more prayer we need. So today, God is challenging us. He says, are we connecting to the Jesus signal around us? How do we connect to that? Persistently, not to give up. So let's ask God today for the grace to look in our life and say, what are the Amalekites in my life? What are the obstacles in my life? Maybe just my spiritual life, my faith, my children, my marriage, my whatever spiritual finance. What is your Malachite? What's your obstacle? And this obstacle most times is going to be conquered, not on the battlefield, but on your knees in prayer. So what are you going to do? Ask yourself, what are you going to do to bring your faith the next step? next level of your faith. Are you going to just stay the same and say, well, this is what I have? Or 
there is something the Holy Spirit wants from you. And what's that? Let's take a step and listen to the Holy Spirit and ask yourself, what do you want from me? The Lord be with you.